All right, and welcome into another edition of the Jazz Nation podcast. My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages you are following online through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, maybe one day at YouTube. We're still thinking about that. But anyways, all those pages and links can be found in one simple spot. You just go to linktree.com forward slash Jazz Nation News. With me, like always, well, sometimes, but occasionally, the assistant to the host, the non-jazz fan here to give his words. His name is Will Wonder. How you doing today, sir? I'm good, and I'm here always but one time. So, But I'm good. Yep, ready to get this season kicked off. We start this week. It is. It's true. It's uh, <sighs> already. We're already back and ready to go for the season. So before we can talk into the regular season, which is kicking off this Wednesday, Let's do just a quick recap of some things that have been going on, like the preseason. The preseason's over. The Jazz finished with a record in the preseason of one and three. Um, you didn't watch any of the games, but I did, so I'll just give you some of my quick thoughts on the preseason. Oh, yeah. Uh, very impressed, I would say, with Larry Marketing. I think he did a lot better than probably a lot of us thought he was going to. I mean, I had high hopes for him. He was doing really good in the summer with the, the Finland team, so I was like, hell. Hopefully he just brings that to the Jazz, and it seems like he has. Um, so good for him. Also, someone surprisingly who's done well for the team is, I would say, is uh, the rookie Walker Kessler. Mm. He's doing quite well off the bench. Um, so kind of surprising me. He looks like he'll have. I mean, obviously this is preseason early they say, but I feel like he's going to be. You know, how you can tell sometimes with a rookie, like that guy's going to have a legit NBA career. Like he's going to oh, stick yeah. around. I'm getting those vibes from Walker Kessler and good on it. Hopefully you can t- when I, I actually came up with this watching the last preseason game. Oh boy. You know how we have in the all-star game here in Salt Lake, right? Mm. And everyone's like, we're not going to have any all-stars. You can mark this down. Walker Kessler is playing in that rookie game. Oh, there you so go. Okay. We Oof. at least Oof. have one jazz guy <laughs> doing something during that all-star weekend. So nice. now speaking of that, we have other rookies who surprisingly haven't got as much time to play. Yeah. looks like um, it. I would say out of the other two rookies, Shimon Fontekiko played the most besides Kessler. And then, unfortunately, Obashi? Oche Obashi? Barely played, which is really disappointing for, I think, most our jazz fans um, because Rudy Gay was getting a ton of minutes. Now, there was this, and I wanted to get your opinion on this as the non-jazz fan. Mm -hmm. There's been this floating thing going around, and I don't know if people are just saying this because they're hopeful, but they're... You know, they're like, they're saying, well, the Jazz are trying to showcase Rudy Gay. Like, that's why they're playing him so much. And wanting, <laughs> okay. and I keep replying to this. The league knows who Rudy, at this point of yeah. his career, the league knows who Rudy Gay is. Like, the Jazz, they could stroll him up in, like, the hottest of outfits, the nicest of cars. He can go out and score 35 points, and it's not going to help or hurt. Like, the league knows who he is. Yeah. Do you agree with Like, is that, would you understand what I'm saying? The league knows who he is and his trade value is at this point of his career. Yeah, I don't think getting him some run in the preseason would change what people think he is. I mean, he's going through the, the minutes that he's played, you know, 20 minutes, 18 minutes, like maybe give him a solid 10 in the preseason just to let other teams know he can still run. But, uh, but yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I, I thought the rookies would get more burn for sure. Yeah. And that was probably, so my biggest let, I have two letdowns of the preseason. Again, I way overthink the preseason. Say what you want about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You do. Um, but my two biggest letdowns, my first one is going to be kind of surprising maybe, would be Jared Vanderbilt. 
I kind of had high hopes for this guy. And I, and what I mean by that is that I don't know. I thought he would be more scoring and more defense. And well, that's definitely not his game. I, he's, he, I, I'm confused. I thought he was going to bring some more hard defense and stuff. And I just don't feel like I've seen it uh-huh. now. It's just preseason. It's four preseason games, but I don't know. He's kind of let down by the dude. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think you have to wait until the season comes because he's definitely not a scorer. He's never been that. But I think he will play defense, get in there, and, and mix things up. So I th- I would just wait. I would wait until you get about three weeks in to give a little bit of a verdict on old... Uh, I just remember when Would you I, call him V8? Yeah, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, I just thought when, he got, when we got that trade, everyone seemed so excited about out of the whole thing of getting... I mean, obviously the draft picks and stuff, but they were like, of the players, you know... V8. They weren't mm-hmm. saying that. I'm saying that. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Are. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was the dude. They're very hyped on him. And now I'm just like, we're supposed to be hyped about this guy? I mean, I don't know. Am I just overthinking it? You, you are. Yeah. Again, it's preseason. Right. Don't even don't even worry about it. And then the other letdown, of course, is just that the, you know, the other two rookies. I mean, Walker got plenty of playing time. He's Walker Kessler's pretty much like the first or second dude off the bench, really. He's in there quick. But uh yeah. My dude, rookie of the year, Shimon Fanchico, didn't barely got a playing time. And Oche Abaji even got less playing time. So, um, you know, I trust, you know, I listen to a lot of what Tony Jones, we, we respect the hell out of Tony Jones. And he just says, you know, he doesn't know, he's not going to say things that he sees at practice. But basically, and it, it makes sense. He says, you know, obviously they're getting outplayed in practice. The coaches seeing what's going on in practice and the people are outplaying them. So We're talking about practice? Yeah, talking about practice. Okay. So, I mean... I guess we'll just have to wait and see because now we can move on. So preseason's over, and after preseason, we knew it was coming. Some players were no longer going to be on the roster. Ugh. So there were some cuts made. Obviously, we knew one of them was going to happen. That was Cody Zeller. Mm-hmm. We knew that was just a camp deal, basically, and so he's done. He's can I say one funny thing about Zeller getting let go? Go ahead. The Jazz putting up the thank you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just being nice. <laughs> like, nice. Thank you for what? <laughs> Thanks for being on the team for the camp. They're just being really polite, I guess. Oh, I was like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> and then the other guy that got re- released, and I, I guess some people were surprised by it. I don't know why, but it was yes. Stanley Johnson because mm-hmm. he also barely – I mean, he had played a little bit in preseason, and he had won some good – I think people liked him because he had kind of like that Jay Crowder thing going on where he was hustling and bustling. Mm-hmm. But that's also because he's playing for his job, and he knew it. Yeah. Like, he had to show out. Yeah, He had to show out because even if he got caught by the Jazz, he had to prove to other teams, like, hey, I can have, I'm still valuable. So I was not surprised by that. Now, I personally wasn't surprised by this last one, but a lot of people were. The third guy, the final guy to get cut, was Jared Butler. Oh, now, we had talked about this recently trash. on a podcast. I don't know if it was even the last one or what, but that's who we thought were going to be the cut guys. And I put Jared Butler up there. You thought it was going to be Balmaro. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people thought that. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Jazz cutting Butler? Stupid. Like, <laughs> he... Okay, so last year he sits behind all of those other guys, doesn't get a ton of burn. And I remember you were you were shitting on him, basically. Like, oh, in the summer league, he, he looked awful. Well, who's he playing with in the summer league, number one? Number two, you have to give him another year. He, he is, I mean, last year it was great. They got him in the second round. You know, a lot of buzz on him being, he should have been drafted in the first round. I thought so too, coming out of uh, college. And then they just give up on him. I don't know. It was we- It felt weird to me, especially the way this roster's built and how many wings they have. Like, why, 
why do they even need Balmoral? And, and, and you know, there wasn't a, a, a pay thing involved here because I think, uh, if I, we, I remember correctly, the last time we looked, Butler makes less than Balmoral. So what I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, I think just going back to what Tony Jones said, too, about people out playing and practice and earning the minutes, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that, nah, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is basically the backup point guard at this point. He's he's that backup guard that comes in now. That's um, weird. So, I mean, when Butler got in there, he was just, he was doing the Butler things that I didn't like. I I always felt like, so Butler is supposed to be a point guard, but he always felt like a point guard that was more caring about get himself. Like he didn't seem to always look for his teammates. He was always trying to get his points in. And those are the things that were annoying me about Butler. And I, I just, it didn't seem like the right fit. And the other thing, and I don't know, this is just conspiracy Daniel here. Ooh. Butler was drafted by the last, you know, GM in that whole thing, right? Like he was part of the last Dennis Lindsay thing and all that. Now we've got a whole new thing. Yeah. Zanuck was around then too, but I mean like, now we've got a new Ainge system in. And mm. I mean, if you look at the team, this is all, I mean, besides Clarkson and Conley, I mean, everyone else team. on this new team, well, well I Rudy guess Gay. Rudy Gay, yeah. the guy we always forget about. <laughs> um, but everyone else is all new. And well, What I about think, Doak? Why is Doak okay, I forgot a, about third, Doak too. Why, what's a, a third center? It's. I mean, I, w- I was actually, I think that's the one that surprised me is that if they were, were going to not – not okay. Hold on, I'm sorry. I've got a tongue twist here. <laughs> I was very surprised. That's what surprised me is that they kept other guys like Doke and cut Butler. Like if mm-hmm. I actually thought Balmaro, I didn't actually think Balmaro was going to get just because he's still young. There's still potential there. He had a good summer with his national team and stuff like that. He's not getting a whole lot of playing time now, but he's still young and could get you know a chance. Where somebody like Doak, I mean, he's he's young, but like he's always hurt. Yeah, like well, he's a big dude. Like he has him here. It's two seventy. He probably needs to, you know. I don't know. Like drop some when he has played. You know, there's been like some fun times, but like <laughs> I don't know. That it's surprising. I just who cares? I it's weird. It's this is so hard to talk about too, just because like the Jazz, we this team's just not built to win this year. Like we just, it well, is what that's it is. So. They aren't. And, and when they decide down the road, that when they move Conley and they, the inevitable move Clarkson, like this team's going to be really bad. And, yeah. and then you have Colin Sexton as your only, I guess, point guard. He's not a point guard though. Sexton's more of a two. So in one of the preseason, Alexander Walker's a two. As yeah. Well. So in one of the preseason games, Conley actually didn't play. And boy, was that a shit show? I think it was when we played the Spurs and pretty much the Spurs are up by like 30 the whole game. Yeah. yeah at the end of the game, it, got the, closer, the score yeah. got closer and stuff like that. But I think the Spurs at that point were probably not just like done. Yeah. I trying, followed so. that on my phone. And I was like, man, they're killing them. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I mean, I guess that just shows the importance of a guy like Conley, even with a team that's not probably going to win, he can still kind of keep them somewhat together and stuff like that and mm-hmm. close games. But yeah, when you're running point guard is like a Colin Sexton or Nikhil Alexander Walker, it's not going to be pretty. So. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that Alexander Walker would be the point guard. I don't, I've never really seen that from him, but okay. So let's, I mean. <laughs> this team is a mess. <laughs> let's talk about, well, let's talk about the team because we now know what the team is going to be now. We're going, so the, 
the regular season is kicking off this Wednesday at home. The Utah yeah. Jazz versus the Nuggets of Denver. So Gee. not definitely not an easy matchup right out the gate. Um, oh, that's bad. So, oh god. So here's I think we basically know who the starting five are going to be for, based on preseason. It, it looks like the coach Hardy is going to roll with Mike Conley. Jordan Clarkson now appears to be a starter, no longer coming off the bench there. As he should be. And then going big with Larry Markkinen, Vanderbilt, V8, and Kelly Olenek. So that's oh, the starting God. five. And then, <laughs> and then usually it seems like I said the first one off the bench has usually been like Walker Kessler um, and Rudy. I mean, even Rudy Gay seems to be like one of the first guys off the bench. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're hearing that. I know you didn't watch a lot of preseason, but as a non-Jazz fan, you hear this lineup starting five and our six men. Does it sound exciting or does it sound just depressing? No, it's going to be bad. Um, a little precursor to my plugs later. I did uh, over-unders and and what I thought they would do this year on my podcast. That'll be out this Wednesday. The Jazz are at 24 and a half wins is what Vegas has them slated at. They're the the fifth worst, right? But I I... I think it's going to be lower than that. And I'm sorry, Jazz fans, but when you really look at this team and then what the plans will be in the future, because really I'm sure Clarkson gets moved prior to the uh, trade deadline. I'm sure Conley goes at some point. It's just, it's all bad here. All bad. And and like there, there's talented players on this roster for sure, but you just can't throw guys together and hope it works. Like, it's just not how it works. Even even the best players, you just throw them together. We've seen that in the past when these big teams get put together, and usually it takes a year to two years for them to jail. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding. Well, just remember, guys, the, the hashtag for this year, from my point of view, is eyes on the prize. I've been using that a lot on the social medias, and when, when, when you're bumming out over jazz games and stuff like that, just remember the eyes on the prize is the future. So, uh <laughs> But the, here's the okay. No, go ahead. What? Go ahead. You're talking I, about the draft lottery and how it works. Right? Yeah. So you get it's a 12 percent chance if you're uh, one of the three bottom three teams to get the top pick. So yeah. So they have a pretty good chance, right? Like everyone, I've never. This is. I am so tired of hearing grown men just drool over Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, he's great, but he's also 18, right? And he's seven foot four and weighs nothing. There's a lot of bad things that could happen if he can't get his body right coming into the NBA. He looks amazing against uh, people overseas in France. He looked really great in that, in that, uh, not a scrimmage, but the exhibition against Scoot Henderson's team. But just chill. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are ready to just. I, you guys are ready to throw me on the team just so you can tank for Victor Wembanyama. But again, if they don't get it, there's Scoot. Yeah, you talk about Smith, and then after that, there's a couple of guys that are pretty good. But it's not a hundred percent that you get one of those top three picks. So I'm just saying, Jazz fans, like, just be prepared that it might not happen. Okay, but what if it does happen though? So then just, you got Victor Webanyama and thank you. Everyone We're selling a crapload of jerseys and stuff. So. Or Scoot Henderson, you know. Anyways, let's let's stay in the present because uh, the season is starting. So <laughs> let's look forward. To, now Eyes we got to start looking forward to actual games now. So yeah, let's uh, start this coming week. We got the first regular season game. Is is the first home game too? Um, also, shout out 
for the Jersey people, first home game will be in the Throwback Mountain Jersey. Oh man! So they really they, they nice. released the jersey schedule. It is so funny because I saw you put that the up. Uh, so the bright yellow jersey that no one likes. It, it's funny because that is no joke the least worn jersey of the year, and you know one hundred thousand percent they did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out to the marketing team, and I guarantee Ryan Smith, he's he's heard us all complain about it, and he probably wishes they could go back in time and never <laughs> have done that. But, yeah, so that yellow jersey is oh, – I could actually pull it up. Hold on. Uh, give me a second. Let's pull this up and talk some jersey talk here. Jerseys, I mean, it's that year. It's it's Team 49, baby. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that nickname so much. I don't even mean to be rude, but it's like, damn, that's a, it's like, what are we, what are they doing? It's lame. Okay, so they will only wear the bright yellow jersey 10 times the whole year. Mm. They'll wear the white jersey 27 times and also the black one 27 and then the throwback 18 times. So this is such a polarizing topic. I went on a hike today. With my son and my wife, and I were these guys coming down talking about the jerseys. No bullshit. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So it's just it's funny to me that like you know one of their you know their their new jerseys you think would be the hot seller, but instead they're going with a throwback to wear it more than the actual bright yellow. So shout out to the marketing team for screwing that one up and stuff. I must say though, the new court. Actually, it looks pretty nice. When you see it on TV mm. and the way they've got it and stuff, it looks nice. Yeah, and you said the screens were nice, the new screens. Well, the new screens in the arena are nice. They put the stats up there if you're on the screens behind the hoop. So they've they've done some good improvements at the arena. DJs uh, on court, you said? There was the DJs on the court. Now, I don't think that's going to be a good they – they should not do that. Because well, when when they were trying – it was kind of funny. They were trying to move his DJ off the court, his whole setup – but they did it right as the opposing team were doing their introductions. Oh, so God. he started to push it as they're, you know, running up and five and they're like, Oh, stop. Jesus. And then they awkwardly have to go another way. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm like, no, they'll get it down. They they'll just, they, need, they need to just keep, they should have just kept him up on that area where it was. That cool spot where they there. had Juggy before was perfect. You just know, keep it the, there. Yeah. Um, they also do have some new thing where they have like these people that are like almost being like in arena host. Mm-hmm. We're like, it's almost like in 45 minutes before tip off, they start saying, welcome to the arena and saying, the Jazz are playing this team, and this is what's going on. And then they have locks. It's they're, they're trying to do little upgrades. Yeah, subtle upgrades. And apparently, there's going to be new restaurants at the arena, so it's going to be nice. Nice, yeah, little upgrades. But the jerseys still suck. Um. Anyways, we went way off topic. There, we're supposed to be talking about the schedule this week. Yeah. So the Jazz opened the 2022-23 season. Here, pull that a little bit that way. Huh? The microphone. The microphone. Yeah. Every time you turn your head. Oh, is that better? Sorry. Uh, they open the season this Wednesday at home against the Denver Nuggets. Um, uh, my prediction, I'll just go first on this one. I predict a loss. I will say I don't think it's going to be a killing. I think it might be closer-ish, mm. like maybe lose by 10-ish. Okay. That, that's closest for me, 10 by 10-ish. Uh, what say you, non-Jazz fan? What do you think about this game? Uh, they're going to get killed. It's going to be bad. The The Nuggets are so good. And I don't know if Jamal Murray will be playing. He's day-to-day, so I guess we kind of have to wait and see. But Nuggets added some some guys to come off the bench. Um, It's going to be bad. Jokic is great, obviously. I want to see what the line is for that game because I'm willing to bet, even with the Jazz at home, it's got to be close to 10. Let's take a look here. This would be for all you betters out there. That- Talk amongst yourselves, everyone. Ooh, it's eight. Okay, it's eight. 
Yeah, it's, they're going to lose by more than that. That's for sure. So you're saying put money on that, put at least a twenty down, and you can. <laughs> I see. I still don't understand how this betting thing really works. But we'll do a whole other. We can like, do a whole I, other. I understand. Like okay, when they say, when you say eight, they're, that Vegas is predicting they're going to lose by at least eight, and you could say I'm going to. I bet more than that. So the Jazz would. Have well, to you lose. would say so. Okay, this this has the Nuggets as an eight point favorite. Right. Okay. So if you say, you know what? No, the Jazz are going to lose by seven or less, or they're going to win. Then you would bet on the Jazz and you would win money if they win or lose by less than seven, seven so, or less. So if you would have to say, so if you think the Jazz are going to say, because I said the Jazz are going to lose by like 10-ish. Then you wouldn't, but you would just bet on the Nuggets. To win. Yeah, and then you wouldn't win much money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you'd have to bet the craziness of the Jazz winning by... Or covering. Paying. Covering that. Yeah, they call okay. it covering. Yeah, whatever. But they're not going to. I remember one time I... Put, this is how confusing I am on betting. One time I was in Vegas. I put a bet on onto a team to win. I can't remember. They did win. So I go down to collect my winnings, and they're like, oh, no, you didn't win. I was like, why not? And they're like, they didn't cover. Yeah. I was like, what the hell does that mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, they won. I should be winning my money. So... I didn't win my mornings, but I got a free buffet coupon. So there you go. There, They're like, here, take the buffet coupon. Get out of here, kid. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game. Mm. And it didn't it take long for easier. the Jazz to see old Rudy Gobert because uh, the Rudy next Gobert. game is against Rudy Gobert in Minnesota and the Timberwolves on Friday. Um, <laughs> do I think the Jazz are going to win this game? I don't know. I, this is hard because it's the first road game. New team, but honestly, probably not. They, they, I, I will say they probably don't win this either. And I could actually see this being the game where they do lose by like twenty or something like that. Because maybe Rudy, this is like Rudy's revenge game, just to show off and be like, <laughs> "Look at me now." I don't know. I, I, I I'll say my prediction is the Jazz lose this game, pretty hefty, fifteen twenty ish range. Mm-hmm. What say you? Yeah, they're losing this one too. This is going to be a theme this year. I don't want everyone to get mad at me, but I feel like if I just say they're going to lose, I'm going to be right more than I'm going to be wrong. But obviously, I'll put some real predictions in there. But yeah, I think they lose this one. Uh, it's probably going to be a not. I wouldn't say a huge amount, but probably twelve points. What, what says Vegas to this one? Uh, it's, it wouldn't be up yet because the other games haven't happened. Oh. So they got to wait. You know, if there's injuries, if guys, it things change the the lines. So they they move. The lines move. Well, if you were to say Vegas, then what would you say? Would you do this around the tennis range again, or uh, with Minnesota at home? Yeah, yeah, it would be a ten. Yeah, probably ten. All right, the next game still on the road. The Jazz return home, return to their homeland to play New Orleans, <laughs> the Pelicans. This game's on Sunday. Um, I'm actually going to predict the Jazz win this game. I, I don't know why. I just feel okay. like maybe this is going to be that. You know, they got to sneak in some wins occasionally. They can't yeah, lose. I just don't think it's the first three games where they I, do that. I, you know, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they're going to sneak in and get a win here. I, it's going to be very close. This mm-hmm. could even be like their first overtime game I could see happening. Wow. Um, I'm going to call it a sneaky close win for the Jazz in New Orleans. That's my prediction bookmark it. Mm. What say you? I got a loss in this one, too. Do you think it's going to be close at least or closer than um, the other two? I don't. I think it's probably going to be right around the same as the Timberwolves game. I don't. Uh, New Orleans is a weird team too because they're still trying to figure out what they're doing. You know, Zion's back, and where's I mean, he, he is. That's probably the problem. He's back. Ingram is healthy, obviously, because it's the beginning of the year. CJ McCollum. I mean, 
even get a little pesky Jose Alvarado back there, see what the rookie Dyson Daniels does. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think the Jazz are starting out 0-3. I mean, I don't want to go in the next week, but I think they could get at least oh my God, at least one win next week. But uh yeah, it's gonna be it's these first three games, those are three tough Western Conference games. And I because I think all three of these teams are gonna be pretty good. Denver obviously getting guys back, Minnesota with Rudy. Minnesota's gonna be a great uh regular season team. And then the Pelicans are healthy too. So it's man, what you talk about a tough first three games for a team that really hasn't played together. You're looking at it. Oh, that just reminded me. I forgot to mention this. I'm talking back to preseason. I came up with a new drinking game for everybody. So every time we were watching a game and Thurl says something about how the team is, they need more time to get together. They need more time to gel. They, they just need more time to get on the same page. Every time, because he says it like six or seven times through the game. <laughs> so every time Thurl says that, take a drink, whatever's in front of you, water, a Vizzy, you know, whatever you got. <laughs> well, Thurl's not lying. Take, take a drink of it because he loves to say that. Um, and it also doesn't help that, you know, they don't have experienced guys too, like outside of Clarkson and Conley, like maybe Laurie Markinen. A lot of these guys are still relatively young coming off the bench. Kelly Olenek has been around. Oh yeah. I, I mean like you get Walker Kessler, THT still young. I guess they're not even going to play Ogbaji and Nah is still young. So I don't know. This team is just, it's so weird to see that starting lineup. Like, you get a lineup with Markinen, Olenek, and Vanderbilt. They're big, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're fighting over rebounds together. They did that in the preseason, too. Um, another thing is looking at the schedule. The scheduling is kind of weird this year. I feel like this is going to be a, lot, a schedule where we play a lot of the same teams in, like, the same time. Like, so after that Pelicans game, we play the Rockets – away and then the Rockets at home. Mm -hmm. And then we're already playing Denver again. Yep. And then we're playing Memphis back to back at home. And then like we play the Lakers the first Friday in November. Oh my god. And then god. we play the Look Lakers again the, like the next Monday. It's it's kind of weird how they've got that set up where and I've noticed that later in the season too. We play a lot of like teams like kind of real close. I wonder why they've done that this year. I don't know. Is it because they're trying to maybe do less traveling? I don't, I don't know. know. Kind of weird, right? Yeah, it is a little weird. This schedule, uh, oh my God. Like, yeah, people, if you haven't looked at the schedule, it's going to be pretty, I mean, a lot of people are going to jump off the wagon early if you haven't already because they're, they, I mean. They're going to fall off the wagon. The, the schedule, like I said, you know, we go, we after that Pelicans game, then it's like two games against the Rockets. We play the Nuggets again, back-to-back -back against the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, the Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, and then we kind of start playing some of the Eastern teams, the Hawks, the Wizards, 76ers, oh the Knicks. Oh my God. So, I don't even know who. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll we'll obviously do this in later episodes, but <laughs> wow, that's well. A, that's to be a, fair, you also haven't even watched this team at all yet, so you don't even know how they're. To quote Thurl, okay. you don't know how they're gelling anyway. Okay, so, all right. So let's be real. Hey, listen. If the Jazz, if if in the first ten games the Jazz have won more than three games, I'll buy you a steak dinner. How about you buy somebody a jersey? Put it out there. Buy some a fan of Jersey? Yeah, buy somebody a Jersey. Put it out there. Okay. Are you really making that bet? Yeah. More than three. So if they win three or under, I don't got to buy anybody a Jersey. Wait, so you're saying... In the first, first 10 games. So that means up to... Where are we One, at? One, two, two three, three, four, four five, six, seven, eight. So you're That's saying the that first, first Lakers yeah, game? Yeah. So they have to win three or... They have to win four or more. Okay. So three and under, I win. 
And you win nothing. You just win to be I cocky just... guy. That said, <laughs> 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 All right, it's out there, everyone listening. It's out there. So go Jazz for at least for that. At least win four games. Imagine they start out eight and zero. It's like oh god. Hey, I mean, it sometimes happens, right? Teams, mm-hmm. so there's always those teams out there that you think are going to suck, and all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, whoa. Two years ago, my Orlando Magic started out 9-2, and two, and I was like, all right, all right, and it got it bad after turns that. Around. So, um, well, let's do, let's ask, I want to ask you this, too. So, is there somebody, you're looking at the roster, we know who the roster is we have now. Um, we talked about how Laurie Marketing was pretty impressive in the preseason. I kind of expect him to probably keep that rolling for us in the mm-hmm. regular season. Is there somebody you hope to see more of? I want to see step what step up a little more, and then yeah, I don't know who yeah. should step up in the regular season for the Jazz. Well, so I already talked about Agbaji, and it seems like he's not going to get a ton of run, so I'll, I won't say him. But I'm interested to see what uh, Taylor Horton Tucker does because you know the Lakers really pumped him up, and and to me, I thought it was something of them just trying to have a piece to trade, but. I think he could be a decent player. I just want to see what he does. And I'm 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 excited to see Walker Kessler in the regular season as well. Probably those two guys. Because I don't think Horton Tucker, we've seen everything we can see from him. And on this team, he's going to have a really great chance to show everything he can do. And then Kessler, I'm, I th- he was just a really great college player. So I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I got to say about THT in the preseason, I... I didn't realize how thick that dude was. That is one thick guy out there running around. <laughs> we were watching the games, and my wife's like, who's that? And I'm like, that's THT. She's like, oh, he's big. <laughs> yeah, I got a Dennis he, Scott body out there. Yeah. He, uh, he also, I don't know. I get it watching. You know, I'm, I'm one of those good people that, like, I try and, like, watch to see how, like, players are interacting with each other and if they're vibing good. And he does, I don't know if he's just... These guys don't know each other. Yeah, like <laughs> they all just says, fucking met. met. But like, I just feel like he's not vibing with the team yet. Like, oh, okay. Like, and even like when you know when you see photo, you know the shout out to the Utah Jazz social media team. They're doing pretty good work thus far with what they got going with this team. But like, they post a lot of pictures, and I just don't ever see him like posing up with the other players and cheesing and stuff. Like, I don't know. I I don't really know a whole lot about it. That's how he was with the Lakers too. If he's just like the guy, like I'm here to do my job. Job is to play basketball. Let's mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. And, uh, or I don't know. Does, does that make sense though? Like I'm just not catching a good vibe from him. Like, does he, even, I could see this is okay. This is gonna be a weird thing. This is conspiracy Daniel too. Ooh. I could see him being a trade Daniel light and just going up there and saying, I don't want to be here. Will you trade me please? Like, does that make sense? Like he, that's a vibe I'm kind of getting. Yeah, he could. I mean, but I think once that time comes around, a lot of these guys may not want to be here if yeah. the team's playing poorly. But I don't know if THT. Yeah, I mean Clarkson's going to be the the most valuable piece, and it may be Beasley. You know, Beasley could be a guy in trade talks, but I think Clarkson will be that guy that like teams that are right there on the on the edge of really doing being able to do something going into the playoffs or halfway through the year, I should say. Um, he would be the guy that teams are really after because he can. You know, gets buckets. I, I could be just me overthinking preseason stuff, of course. So, oh yeah, I want um, that too. For me, I I really just want to see more of uh, the rookies. I'm just gonna keep putting that out there. I want to see more. I've said this a lot on social media, and people are like giving me crap about it. But like, this is the season where the young guys should be out there and making mistakes and playing and getting it off there, getting it off of learning, <laughs> getting it off mistakes. of there, yeah. like. Go screw things up this season. It's fine. We're not. We're obviously not trying to win now. So let them be out there and make mistakes. We, 
I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw. This is the thing. I'm gonna throw a fit about. I. I really don't care about wins and losses this year. It is what it is this season. Well, this you. Year. I hope you don't. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like, I care more when we're like a guy like Rudy Gay is getting 22 minutes, and the guys that should be playing right now, like those rookies, are getting zero minutes. Like that's that's the thing that's gonna infuriate me and and does yeah. right now. So, because uh, you'd have to imagine, you know, they say showcasing Rudy Gay and what he can do for teams that are interested, like you would have to imagine that teams would have been calling last year when he wasn't playing and there was stuff going on or in the off season. And, you know, I mean, who knows if they were or weren't, but I don't know. You just give the, just let the young guys run get run and, and, and learn. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I understand Hardy, like he's out there. He's like, I'm a new coach. I'm not just going to go out there and lose and not, he's still trying to win and good on him. But like, at what at what point does Danny go in and have a talk with him and say, "Will we got to talk, buddy? You know, <laughs> you know what's going on this season. Let's not joke around here. Come on, what do we got to do for Is you to stop Danny playing Rudy Gage? Imp- I don't know. Impression? Sure. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm sure it's that's not going to happen. But I, yeah, I yeah. I don't somehow, some way, Rudy Gage just should not be playing 20 minutes a game. I'm sorry. Let the rookies let the rookies get out there and cook or not cook. Let them make mistakes. This is a season for it. That's what I'm saying. Team team rookie mistakes this year is what the slogan should be. Oh, just not team forty nine. Hopefully for fifty they do something cool. Yeah, like uh, draft Scoot or Vic. Victor Wimbenyama. Well, this has been our first podcast back. The season's back. Um, I, you know we're going to probably get back on schedule here where we record and the release easy on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So look for that. Um, but yeah, this is the first one. So there's not a whole lot for us to talk yeah. about. I'm excited to watch some basketball though, and, and try to break down some of the problems that the jazz have. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We got to, we, we got to get you out to some more games so you can come see the new court and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get me there, Ryan. Get, we got to get you some get tickets and stuff. Everyone go out. Text me. Listen, I know it's going to be hard to support the team that feels like this year, but you guys still, still go support them. Like, these guys are our team right now. Like, and for sure, like I always say, do not at these players. Like when you're talking crap on social medias, don't tag the players. Like that's messed up. Like it's just weird because it's not like anyone like, I mean, we talk about these guys, but I'm never going to disrespect one of them. Yeah, right. Like, they're here to do their job. Like they're just like anybody, like they're here to do their job. It's not their fault. They're in a situation where the team is what it is. Like they're just here to do their job and play as best they can. And, that means they lose. They still tried. They're not out there. Darn it. They're not out there throwing the ball just like saying, I lost it. Oh boy. Like yeah. they're still making them chustling. Now, like Thurl says, it's not gelling yet. <laughs> but uh, he might just be able to put that on like a sound bite. Maybe we need to make that and a that shirt. be the start of the Maybe that should be a shirt. Make a slogan. It's not Utah Jazz 2022 23 season. It's just not gelling. Hashtag team 49. Just not gelling. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, that's a wrap on this podcast. Let's wrap it up. Do you have any rep, plugs rep, you need rep, to get rep, in, rep, sir? Rep, rep it up. Yep, the Will Wonder Pod every Wednesday and every day in the month of October talking about horror films and different Halloween-type stuff. It's called 31 Days of Halloween. So follow the podcast on uh, you know Apple, Spotify, all of that. Subscribe, rate, review. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. That's all I got. It's busy. It's a busy month for sure. Busy, busy. Well, Mazel Tov to all your uh, podcast things you got going on there. Good for you. 
Well, folks, Utah Jazz basketball is back. We're excited to see how they go or not go, or if they're gelling, if they're not gelling. Oh, it's going to go somewhere. <laughs> it's go. It's going some up or down for show. Well, check back with us on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you're rate, reviewing, subscribing, telling all your friends and family to listen. We appreciate the support. Uh, go Jazz. Uh, maybe, kind of. And bye bye <laughs>